Hi everyone, welcome to JC Beechcross Lawcast and Happy New Year. We were just discussing we're allowed to still say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Beth Brown, a pensions partner in DAC Beechcross National Employment, Pensions and Immigration Group, and I'm joined by Kerry Fuller. Hi everyone, I'm a legal director in the team and an employment specialist. So we all know that 2020 was a busy year in the world of pensions. And from what I understand, Beth, it looks like 2023 is set to continue the pace. So we thought that today we talk about what we think will be at the top of the pension agendas in 2023. Thanks, Kerry. One of the key focuses for pension schemes this year, in light of the draft defined benefit funding code of practice and the market movements following the mini budget in 2022, is likely, I think, to be funded on investments. You may recall that the Pension Scheme Act 2021 included a requirement for trustees of DB pension schemes to produce a funded investment strategy. Draft regulations relating to this new requirement were also published for consultation last year. And then just before the festive break on the 16th of December, the Pensions Regulator published its second consultation on the updated DB funding code of practice. The consultation on the DB funding code closes on the 24th of March. Okay, so what will pension schemes have to do then under the new funding regime, Beth? So under the new funding regime, trustees of DB pension schemes will have to produce a funding and investment strategy, which will have to set out the funding levels that the trustees intend their scheme to achieve by a particular date and how that will be achieved. This will need to be agreed with the employer. Trustees will, as soon as reasonably practical after determining or reviewing a funding investment strategy, have to produce a written statement setting out the detail. The other point to note is that the technical provisions will need to be consistent with this strategy. Okay, I see. Thanks for explaining that, Beth. And I also see that funding and investment will be a key focus for pension schemes this year. I think that the move in the markets also led to improved funding for some pension Mm -hmm. schemes. Um, Do you think pension schemes will be thinking about that in 2023, Beth? I absolutely do, Kerry. Improved funding positions could lead to employers thinking about, for example, setting up escrow arrangements to manage scheme funding and avoid that trap surplus. Another knock-on effect could be that the improved funding levels means that schemes are now much closer to being able to buy out than they previously were. This could mean that the pension schemes want to make themselves transaction ready. So essentially, if a pension scheme is in a better position before approaching an insurance company to buy out, they're likely to get more competitive pricing, which employers will be in favour of. Okay. And how would a pension scheme get themselves transaction ready, Beth? Trustees would likely want to start looking at their data Mm -hmm. to ensure that it's of high quality, look at the benefits payable from their scheme, and prepare a detailed benefit specification. They may even want to start looking at their investments and asset allocation, just to try and make that move of the scheme to an insurance company smoother. Okay, thanks, Beth. That all makes sense. I'm sure you've mentioned previously that data is important for pension dashboards, which is the single digital view where every member of a pension scheme can see in one place online all of their pension savings. Yes, Kerry. So data is important when thinking about pension dashboards and pension dashboards is another area of focus for pension schemes this year. So that's a great segue. Thanks. <laughs> different schemes are required to connect at different stages 
as the intention is to prioritise pension schemes by their size. The first wave of pension schemes with a legal duty to connect to the pension dashboard system, i.e. their staging date, will start this year. Schemes will need to make sure that the data they hold is accurate, as complete as possible, and in an appropriate form ahead of their staging date. Okay, so it sounds like schemes are going to be busy. Are there any other legislative changes coming in during 2023 which schemes will need to focus on, Beth? Well, as you said at the start, Kerry, it looks set to be another busy year for the the pensions world this year. There are many pensions consultations, legislative changes and updated guidance in the pipeline, as well as the recent appointment of a new Pensions Ombudsman and Pension Protection Fund Ombudsman. So on the legislative side, it's expected that new regulations will come into force this year, which will require certain schemes to disclose and explain their policies on e-liquid investments in their statement investment principles. And the transfer regulations, which came into force on the 30th of November 2021, they, when they came into force, were due to be reviewed within 18 months of coming into force. So that review is expected to happen this year as well. Okay, and I expect or suspect that the transfer regulations, which, if I recall correctly, Beth, are intended to minimise pension scams, Mm -hmm. will become even more important in the light of pension dashboards because members will be engaged with their pensions more than ever before. I completely agree, Kerry. Great. So what do you think are the key governance changes for pension schemes during 2023, Beth? I think pension schemes will be focusing on the introduction of the pension regulator's single code of practice, which is expected any day now, and employers will be focusing on the changes to the employer notification events regime. Okay, so could you just tell us a little bit more about the single code of practice, please, Beth? The single code of practice will consolidate 10 of the regulator's existing codes of practice, and it has five sections, which are one, the governing body, two, funding and investment, three, administration, four, communication disclosure, and five, reporting to the pensions regulator. The draft single code largely consolidates and rephrases the content and requirements already set out in the existing codes of practice it covers, but there is also some new content. Most of the new content largely relates to scheme governance. Okay, so in terms of that new content then about scheme governance, could you tell us a little bit more about that, please, Beth? Yes. Most schemes will be required to have an effective system of governance in place, or what is being referred to as ESOG. But regardless of whether the content is new or not, all schemes will have some work ahead of them to make sure that they can demonstrate that they are taking account of the single code whether that means taking account of the requirements in existing codes, which have been consolidated into the single code, the additional obligations added to the existing requirements, or the completely new requirements, such as their own risk assessment and remuneration policy. That does sound like schemes will need to be thinking about their effective governance um, system sooner rather than later then, Beth. And you also mentioned the changes to the employer notifiable events regime, And I recall that we talked about this in a previous podcast last year, but could you just remind us very briefly about that, please? Of course, Kerry. There are draft regulations which are expected to come into force this year, which will make changes to the events which must be notified by employers under the notifiable events regime. There will also be a new declaration of intent regime, 
introduced under which certain events will require employers to give a notice and an accompanying statement to both the pensions regulator and the trustees of a DB pension scheme. The accompanying statement in relation to these events must include certain information, including details about the event itself and steps taken to mitigate any adverse impact of such events. Thanks for that reminder, Beth. Um, So to sum up, it seems that top of the agenda for pension schemes in 2023 are funding and investments, which in turn could lead to considering surplus and accelerated routes to buyout, pension dashboards and the new requirements such as the single code and changes to the employer notifiable events regime. Exactly. Just to name a few, Kerry. (laughs) Yeah, so people are going to be busy. Thanks, Beth. That's all we were going to cover. So all that's left for me to say is thank you to our listeners for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.